If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or the neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Dalton, this probably sounds real familiar to you. It does. I just bought a house last year. And, you know, you asked, uh, why can't all this information be in one place? Well, now it is. On homes.com, they've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com, we've done your homework. Picture this, it's blazing hot outside and you need to head to work. You get into your car and turn on the AC to get the cold air pumping as soon as possible, but it doesn't work. Instead, blowing hot air out of your vents and directly into your face. No, your car doesn't hate you. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the air conditioning system, and there's an easy all-in-one solution that will restore your cold air in no time. There's no need to go to the shop and pay lots of money when you can save time and money recharging yourself with AC Pro Recharge Kits. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience. And the AC Pro app offers clear, vehicle-specific instructions to help you get the job done in less than 10 minutes. So pick up an AC Pro Recharge Kit at any store selling auto products and confidently restore your car's cold air yourself today. Be a pro with AC Pro. What do you think? Did it get up? I mean, of all things to say. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Family picnic sometimes. Get you more than just a salad. Are you kidding me, Mike? Oh my God, that is hilarious. Hey everybody, it's Dale Jr. Welcome back again for another episode of the Dale Jr. Download with my co-host Mike Davis here in the Bojangle Studios. This is the best damn Thursday show in podcasting. Mm, that's what we're calling this one. I guess that's the name of it this week. I like it, Alex. I think the best damn Thursday show is good enough. Let's go with it. Of course, I bet our Dirty Mo' Doe friends might have something to say about it, but hey, screw them. Why? Because they also come out on Thursday. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if they had a segment (laughs) named the best damn Thursday show. No, they're also coming out about the same time. (laughs) This is the second best damn Thursday show (laughs) next to uh, Dirty Mo' Doe. <laughs> now I have a problem. Now he has a problem. Okay, gosh, you just man. can't win here. You can't make anybody happy, like Tony Stewart said yesterday. Right, right. You Everything could be flawless. Somebody's going to complain. Better have some thick skin, he said. Thursday, April 27, 2023. We had a great interview with Tony Stewart yesterday, Mike. Um, I enjoyed that. I not not one time. You know, Bobby does a great job getting our notes together and helping us study up on our guest every week. But for some. There's no notes needed. Tony Stewart's one of those guys. I mean, everything that he's got going on in his life, all the changes in his life, I was so curious to know how all those things are affecting him. And he, much like myself, doesn't say no to much, keeps piling on more and more things on his to-do list, while also becoming a husband and understanding how to navigate through that and do that very well. Um so it's really I was I was really curious to talk to him. Loved 
catching up, um, excited about everything he's doing, becoming a Tony Stewart fan as a drag racer. And, uh, yeah, so just um, busy guy. But he has that sort of interesting mindset that it's really all by the seat of the pants. There's no plan. There's no vision. There's no future out there that he's looking at. There's no, you know, there's no, there's no blueprint or a path. Uh, it's just, hey, this is what we're doing today. Have fun. This is how it's going today. This is how I'm going to have fun today. Yeah. We'll figure out it's tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, did you think, I, like, I, I don't know where you were in your, um, I, don't, I don't even want to call it fandom or fascination of drag racing, but did you find that his detailed explanation of all that goes on in a drag racing car and in his case a top fuel car did it enhance now your appreciation for for nhra and for drag racing well i've already admired john force and all of the legends and and you know i used to watch these videos called and they walked away and um it was a you know in some of these videos would be some of the accidents uh that have happened in in drag racing and you know, you see how dangerous and 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 wild and crazy that sport is. I watched Heart Like a Wheel with Shirley Muldowney uh, and just hearing her story. And uh, so, I mean, I had a massive amount of respect and appreciation for the daredevil aspect, and um, stood on the starting line, which is one of the most incredibly crazy things you can ever do. The things that your senses, your standard general senses of smell and, and sight and, and hearing and all that, go, all of that gets put to the test. Yeah, eyes burning from yeah. the fuel. When you're standing on the start line for one of those races and those cars take off, it's just, there's nothing like it. You'll never be able to experience anything close to it. And, uh, but what's more fascinating, I think, about what's unique, I guess, about hearing Tony's perspective is, number one, his age of when he's deciding to get involved in this and how quickly he's sort of progressed through the process of learning how to do it. And so him telling me the details and intricacies and the, tr the, 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 you know, the cadence and how important everything is makes a whole, makes a whole lot more sense. Cause I can visually sort of put myself in that scenario of being 48 years old, trying to learn how to drag race, sitting down with somebody who's done it their entire life I could never imagine myself in their position, ever. All right. And I never would. But with Tony, I can't. Tony's like every one of us getting a chance to go do something like that. It's like your neighbor yeah. going and doing something like that. And you're going, damn, that's impressive. Um, so, but it's, it's, it's really fun to hear her, his perspective because of really how he honestly admitted, like, I don't know if I should be doing this. I don't know if I have the confidence. Yeah, I don't know what these flags A guy that mean. lacked confidence, you know, he's lacked confidence his entire life. He's never been void of confidence. <laughs> right. He's had plenty of confidence. Right. It doesn't even have confidence to run a sprint car. Who would have saw that? Yeah. He, you know, well, I think that's just an honest uh, opinion of how difficult the discipline is. And no, for I sure I can appreciate that. For sure it is. Yeah. I, and I can appreciate it too, but just to hear him say that, but then also come off of a, a winning um, – where did he win at? Where, where was that Wally? Uh, wherever he won at. Uh, four wide. At the four wides. Yeah. But it was in Vegas? Yeah. Vegas, yeah. Um, I mean, like, just uh, what an amazing talent that guy is. And yeah. you know, you, it's like, that's not any news-breaking type of statement. But, man, every time you think you can do 
just about everything. He goes out and surprises you and shows you he's got more in the tank. Uh, I enjoyed the conversation as well, Dale. Yep. Um, I, I also love the rapport that you you have with Tony, and it always comes out when you guys are, you know, sitting at a table or having a conversation. So uh, yeah, it's I, always good to see that. You know, we had our moments where we didn't agree or, you know, there, there's been some times when we've been frustrated with each other. But uh, he's the kind of guy, man, that, you know, he's one of those friends where – he gets over those things easily. He's even willing to do a little bit of work to put it to put it behind you, you know. To to he wants to protect and and, and care for the friendship and the and it matters to him. Um, just a good dude. I th- you know you you realize when you're you know when you're around him why why everybody appreciates appreciates him so much and how he's you know he's able to get along with pretty much anybody. Yeah, I mean, he's got he, you know he's got friends all across the world. Um, he's. He's you know coast to coast, um, making connections every single day. He's just impressive how he how he can juggle it all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Mike. So, um, again, fun conversation with Tony Stewart. We talked about going to the core exercise with my wife on Tuesday. Amy has come to talk to us about that. We've listened. She's listened to the show, uh, and now um, we can have her here to sort of, I guess, correct any inaccuracies or whatever. Um, but first off, Amy, thanks for coming. Thanks for having had me. You last, had you here last week. A lot of people really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoy it. Um, <clears throat> Two weeks in a row, I'm starting to yeah. feel like you're on the payroll now. I'm enjoying the torture I get to put him through, so this yeah. is fun for me, This too. is the most fun part for me, too, I yeah. got to say. Yeah. Before we what go... What else can we get him to sign up for? I don't That's know. That's a good question. Me yeah. and you will work Somebody out. submit some things they want us to maybe Before we get go into. into... Right? Yeah, I yes. guess we could do that. But Mike has to join us. Oh, I love that. Don't love, love that. that. We are not letting Mike off the hook. He thinks that he's not going to have to go do cryotherapy and stuff. I've got something that's a lot closer that I think that maybe he would enjoy. Yeah. yeah. I don't care if he enjoys it. <laughs> if he uh, well. didn't enjoy it, it would be even better. Um, well, moving what on. What is that all about? <laughs> I mean, the cry- a jerk. I, I want him to experience what I experienced so we can have common ground and com- communicate. So if you're going to be miserable, I'm going to be miserable with you? I may, I don't Misery mean, does like love it. company, Mike. Well, huh? I don't know. I, I'm hoping that you come and find enjoyment of just hanging out with your wife and I doing wanted, all these fun things. With I her. think that he oddly likes to, entor- in, to endure this with me just because it's something he gets to do with me. I, I would say so. I, I would spend right? time with Amy even if I was being being tortured. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's Some see. people go on you know dates. Some people go on cruises. Some people yeah. go in champagne bubble baths. Yeah. Y'all go to core and cryo. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to make uh, I wanted to make sure I updated everyone uh, before we get into a uh, conversation about um, core and, and whatever else we're going to do, hot yoga. Um, I went to dinner last night. I went to a steakhouse. Amy, we had a debate on this show Tuesday about A1 sauce that's continuing to go uh, 
go on uh, through Dirty Mo Media's social media handles. We put we put out we pushed out some videos uh, about my take on being able to enjoy a one sauce uh, with my steak. And so to frame this up, I have the opinion that if I like a one and want to put it on my steak, it doesn't matter how great the steak is. I should be able to enjoy the A1 and the steak. And other people are of the opinion. Other people being social media. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not. A large, a, large, a, a large portion of people are very stern about the, the idea that if it's a good steak, you absolutely should not put anything on it. And A1 is only applicable when the steak is not good or when you're trying to improve the taste of the steak. Okay. People say medium rare is the only way to cook a steak, and if it's done well, it needs no sauce. But I'm of the opinion I don't argue that. I think a steak can be great all alone by itself, but I will always prefer it with A1. And so last night I went to the steakhouse I've seen you taste, I've seen you pour a half a bottle of A1 on something without even tasting it first. So I know that you feel that way. Mm. It's like you have a sauce of. of I think it's vinegar based stuff. Oh, okay. Buffalo, A1, pickles. But he will full on pour it all over his food without even tasting what it tastes like first. So he could have a big salt bomb on his plate. I went to the steakhouse last night, the best one in town, and I ate a New York strip with no sauce. Mm. I I mean, I can do it. Did you hate it? I loved the steak. It was uh, great. No, no, no. Did you hate yourself? No. <laughs> but like I said, like I said Tuesday, there was, let's just say, ten percent of me disappointed that I wasn't enjoying a one as well. Mm. So, so okay. So you Why want my Amy and I to, 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 <laughs> to give you an attaboy? You want us to pat on you on the back? You, no. you did a big boy thing by going and eating at a big steakhouse, the yeah. nicest one in town, and did put a one all over it. All That's right. right. Well, well almost, done, Dad. I almost took a picture, put it on my social media. <laughs> okay. Listen, I know. Listen, I like a one sauce. I'm just saying that. Amy, what is your take on this? I'm not even going to tell. I've said mine on Tuesday. I, as the one that cooks in the house, I find it to be quite insulting. Thank when, you. When, yes. When my my people, all of them now, refuse to even taste it without drowning it in ketchup or A1 or whatever sauce yeah. they yeah. deem worthy. Yeah. If I was a chef, I'd probably be far more annoyed. Really? If I was at a nice restaurant with really amazing food. I got no. it. Okay. That makes sense. Um, but, you know, you do have the right to drown it in whatever you want to. Yeah. I think the same thing about people with table salt. Like, you didn't even taste that. You're going to pour salt all over it? Oh, yeah. What if it's salty already? Right. There are people that I know that do that. So, yeah. like, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um, I felt like that I I was like, hey, man, telling me that I shouldn't be putting A1 on a really good steak, right? If we go to the steakhouse and, and it's a you great You just think A1 is a really good sauce. Yeah. So you think yeah. they go together. I get Barbecue, where you're coming from sauce on ribs right butter on a on a baked potato that's the way i look at a1 to to steak they Mm -hmm. it it literally has steak in the name steak sauce they did that on purpose honey right well oh wow that's that marketing thing that's that uh the little tricks the food companies make that that, that they 
They get oh, into yeah. your brain. A1, they a, even made the bottle the color Mike of He thinks me. A1's going to his stomach. It's going to his brain. Mike reminded me that I, there was Everybody t- has their Popeye spinach. This is A1. It I gives him muscles. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Mike reminded me. I'll tell you me, what it gives him. Mike reminded me that I had a little stretch there when I was, uh, where A1 came out with the teriyaki version. Oh. And he's like, man, is it was everywhere. You had it everywhere in every in every container. Yeah. <laughs> He'll pour it out too, and then lick the lick, lick the top of it just so he doesn't that one little well, drip that's always on the top of the bottle. He that does not go to waste. That goes straight in his mouth. Yeah. So it's his bottle. When Nobody was, else is sharing insane. that bottle of A one yeah. with him. It's his. Yeah. Oh my god. He's obsessed. Does it? Do, uh, maybe it gives him secret powers that we just don't know about. Maybe he has a. Uh, you know, Whatever. Gas power. Okay. That's about all, right. all it gives him. All gas right. power? Yeah. Oh. I just wanted people to know that, yeah. Then he does eat A1 a lot. I, I went not, to the, not, I can, not so much anymore. I, I can go but to the steakhouse. Yeah. I went to the steakhouse, and I didn't storm out, all right? I ate my steak. Thank God for making a scene. Let's not make a scene at the steakhouse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Again, we, we're, he wants us to give him an attaboy here. He I wants don't, us to be proud of no, him. No, I don't. I have an attaboy to give you about Corey. You did awesome. So first of all, there we go. We we I told him I was going. He says he's mildly interested based off of our fun that we had together because it was bonding when we went to cryotherapy. So now he's interested in Core. I used to do this very regularly. I did it all through my first pregnancy with Isla. I was on supersonic shape. I didn't realize how how strong my body was until I quit and started going back because I'm taking breaks too. And it's hard. It's so hard. And every class is different. I know you've kind of got your moves memorized as you're reiterating them on Tuesday, but you go back the next time and it's totally different instructor, totally different moves, totally different muscles that are going to be sore. So it's never easy, but you did really well. He was sandwiched between my girlfriend, Jill and myself. So he could see no matter which way he was facing, what he was supposed to do. Um, because, yeah, I didn't know what the back or the front of the machine was called. I and had no clue. And he did really well. Yeah. At one point, he did look up at me about, about five or ten minutes in. He looks over at me and he goes, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, you got this. And he goes, I can't hear you. I was like, you got this. You got hey, this. Yeah. I said the same thing at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm dying. Yeah. I'm going to die here. <laughs> me and Mike had two near-death experiences. Yeah, and nobody cares. They're <laughs> laughing core, at our expenses. The core in the Grand Canyon. Right. That's exactly right. Uh, I was actually, listen, he told the story. You just listened to the the, the whole story from yeah. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Did he ha- have any inaccuracies at all? Um, no, not really. So he took, did you take Isla to school? He took Isla to school. Mm-hmm. And I was worried he was going to be like getting back so that we could ride together. And I kind of halfway in my mind thought he's going to do this on purpose. Uh. Like he said, I'm thinking maybe the door is going to be locked. And then, oopsie, I kind of of had this weird feeling he was going to be late on purpose so that we got locked out. And I told him, you can't walk in late. They don't want the class disturbed. They lock the door. And I've been five minutes late getting down there and gotten locked out and been so pissed off. And then I come down in Charlotte, and unless you really have errands to run or something to do, it's not really a place you dilly dally. For me, I don't dilly dally around. I do what I got to do, and I get back to Mooresville, and then I do my typical stuff. So uh, like, it's really annoying if you get locked out. T- yeah, time out. It, they they won't open the door. You can't knock on the door and say, "Let me in." No. Have you paid already? Yeah. Sorry. They don't, do they refund? S- no. All right, that's illegal. It's not illegal. I don't like core now. You sign up knowing that. Good grief. They don't want you coming in and just... So here's the thing. He's already coming G- up with reasons not to go. Give my <laughs> money back at least. No. I mean, like, if I didn't get to do the workout... If you don't cancel class, this is 
typical with every small studio. If you don't cancel class within 24 hours, they still charge you. Unless it's like an emergency or something like that happens. But no, you, you, you sign up. That's part of the gig. And yeah. so you don't want to be late. You want to get there at least five minutes early because you a- want to pick your, pick your machine, you know, mm. pick the spot of the room you like. Mm. Um, when we got there, we were, there was a class going on. It had like five minutes left, and it sounded, <laughs> it sounded like a 1985 aerobics class going on in there. There was shouting and music playing, and it's, the, She's only it, sh- the window's dark, blacked out. You can't see through it. And I'm like, what the hell's on the other side? Like, <laughs> well, what are we getting ready to do? What are we getting ready to walk into? I can't see the room. Oh, my gosh. So, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, we had just enough time. The other side of that there. wall is Tim Richmond doing his yes. aerobics. Yeah. <laughs> yes. With his leg warmers. It's Head loud bang. like that because they have music playing loud. And you want that. When you're in there, you don't want to be able to hear your own thoughts, right? You need to be able to breathe and get through the motion. So my the music's thoughts, helpful for me. My thoughts were a bunch of F-bombs. Yeah. So he's sitting there on the minutes. couch and we have to put on these socks with like rubber things on the bottom so you don't slip around on the machines. And I'm thinking he's going to tell me he needs to go to the bathroom and he's not going to come out. That's what one of our buddies did yeah. he went with his wife and he said he had to poop about halfway through and he never came back. <laughs> true. True story. Hey. Yeah. So I, I imagine him pulling one of those, but he didn't. He signed up. He went. He did it. He did great. He got through the whole thing. I'm still sore. We are more sore this morning than we were even yesterday. It yeah. just kind of travels through your body, but... It's it's really he did good. So you're gonna go back? I don't know. I want to do the hot yoga. So typically on Thursdays, Lisa Backer and I go do hot yoga. Um, so we are either gonna do that. But Morgan was telling me that there's this place in Mooresville called Hot Works, and there's all different types of classes, and there's 15 minute or 30 minute classes, so it's much shorter. What is the hot y- yoga? Yoga is 75 minutes. 75 minutes. God almighty. 75 minutes, and it's 104 degrees in the room. And you're kind of holding poses like planks and stuff. Yes. So we do a vinyasa flow. So you're holding poses and then you're doing a typical flow in between. So you're, I'm going to say things you don't know, but I'll try to not use the technical terms. Planking your sphinx move that you were doing this morning. His sphinx move. You kind of go through that and push back to a downward dog where you're upside down. (laughs) It stretches everything, but you're using your core to do all of this movement too. Hey, do your sphinx move. I've got this seven minute workout (laughs) on my phone that I've been doing every morning since we went and did this core only to keep my body from locking up. My muscles are so so pissed off. (laughs) I thought for sure he had just been so inspired that he he got that thing downloaded before we went to bed that night. He His got things? up the next morning oh, and was doing a 30-minute workout oh. at the front door no, tell in me. his underwear. He was doing the Sphinx move in his underwear? That was this morning. He's done it at, He's he's done it every morning now. Just because I don't want my body – my muscles are mad, and they're going to nod up, and this, this thing I did at core is going to be all for nothing. So I'm I'm trying to make something out of this. Man. I like it. We we're all we're all here for it. I'm gonna walk in here with a damn six pack one day, Mike. I'm gonna have I'm gonna walk in here with a damn cut off shirt, wearing my six pack out. That, right. that would be a hard limit for me. No yeah. cutoffs. No cutoffs. No. Please don't do I remember that. those used to be a big deal back in the '80s. I think the for cutoffs girls, will come back for girls. Hey, you Are been boys doing that? Yeah, boys do it. You've been to NASCAR races, <laughs> man. Yeah, you? I have. I've seen, is, a lot. A I've lot, seen a lot of things lot of at a NASCAR race. Out there. There. Hundred, it's oh, you're talking about a cut of shorts. I thought you were thinking a tank top, yeah. like chopped. I mean, like a short. Oh, okay. Short. Yeah. Shorties. Okay. Guys used to, guys used to cut yeah. sleeves and everything off. I hear you. My dad used to mow the lawn in shorts like that. Yeah. 
shirts. Dale Jr. Shorts. walks in here with George, George, a cut off shirt and an A1 sauce. That's the all, all American man right there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Coming straight out of core. Yeah. So the thing in Mooresville tomorrow, you could actually join us, Mike. Yeah. It's, I'm going to walk in here one day. It's just going to be a collar. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> now you're a Chippendale. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start a Chippendale hey, Jr. <laughs> I'm going to come in here one day. It's just going to be no sleeves. Then it's going to be no, Then my belly's going to be out. Jr. Chippendale Jr. Jr. is the name of his next podcast. <laughs> I'm going to come in here, sleeve, no sleeves. The next That's week, his Halloween no costume. sleeves. Yeah. No, my belly's going to be out in a six pack. Then I'm going to come in here just a damn collar. Yeah. Just the ring. We could do a podcast with him and Chip Wild, and it's called Chippendale. Oh, yeah. And their sponsor better damn be A1. <laughs> right, A1. All the publicity that he gave A1 this week, I mean, come on. Uh, yeah. I'm going to come in here with a track suit. <laughs> Is that what you're yeah. doing? There? Matching, matching uh, sweatpants, sweatshirt, Adidas. Unzipped. Yeah. Just. Oh, yeah. Here I am. Yep. Let's start. Yep. It'll be the whitest show we've ever had. Yeah. You won't have to use all these lights. Oh, no, no. No, we'll have to dim them. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> He's going to glow. Now we're tanning. We're going to tan. Gonna glow. No, no, no. We're going to tanning classes. <laughs> Do they I'm just kidding. <laughs> There ain't, ain't no such thing, is it? <laughs> Tanning class. I sure hope not. <laughs> All right, everybody. Let's close the Flip. lid. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Created a monster. When Amy, when, Amy, when Amy met me, I had a tanning bed. Yeah, I did. Oh, that's right. And you the did. only, yeah, the only reason I never got in it, the only reason I had this tanning bed is because you can find this on you can find this on the internet. Dad and Teresa, probably around 1984, 5, 86. Don't blame it on Dad and Teresa. They did a tanning bed ad. But you didn't have to keep it. You kept it for a reason. Hello. Why'd you keep it? This is, they did a tanning bed ad. And this tanning bed went in our lake house mm-hmm. that we lived in. And then I, you know, this tanning bed stayed there. And eventually, Teresa said, hey, I'm getting rid of that tanning bed. Do y'all want it? And I said, hell, I'll take it. And my hoarder. And, and there you go. Uh, yeah. Do, but you don't have any more, do you? No, I don't know. I, it might. It used to be in the garage, that random have... garage where the yeah. boxing ring was, and I think, I think that it's not in there. It's not in no, there they cleaned all that out. It didn't work anymore. No. Christy and I used to try to lay in it, and nothing happened, uh, even for Christy, and she gets yeah. red pretty fast, so it it, a, the bulbs were old. old. Well, we'll see. I I, I'm, it, sure, know, because I'm sure was... tanning class will... It was a family heirloom. Technology you know what? We could sign him up for spray tanning. <laughs> it was a family heirloom. You have to hold all bed. kinds of poses doing that. And if you don't, have you seen the episode of Friends where Ross gets in the chamber yes. and he, yeah, so it's all on this front side? Yeah. You do have to hold these funny poses and stand till the thing beeps. Would you be down for a spray tan? No, no, no. No? No, because it rubs off on everything. Does it? Yeah. Don't yeah. it? It rubs off, it browns up everything. What are you talking about? Don't the spray tan? Not unless you let it dry first. I mean, you typically don't roll around in anything. What's with that your... stuff that they used to? Um, sorry, honey. What's the stuff they used to they used to spray? Remember the stuff you could buy in the can? Yeah. What was it called? Sun in. The hair stuff? No, was it? I, there don't... was that. I remember the I infomercial. Sun in was the stuff you sprayed in your hair. Ah, oh, that's right. Did um, that make your hair lighter? Yes. Oh. It actually just made it yellow. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Hmm. You're talking about just a spray tan in a can? They don't. That don't exist. They make that, and there's mousses that you do. Yeah, mm. you, it just it dries on your skin, and you take the shower, and it stays on your skin for a while. It doesn't get all over. How long does it stay on? 
Um, it just depends on which one you're, you're using. Some of them stay on for three or four days. So like if he's got a Memorial Day weekend or something coming up, you know, do a little quick little spray session and then, uh, you know, get him through the week? Well, he could be bronzed to death, yes. Could bronze him up. Mm. Get him some jorts. Not doing that. Not interested, huh? Nope. So, mate, you're saying that there's some things out they, there you just draw a line Have to. you heard the phrase tan fat equals muscle? Yeah. I'm going to have, have real that? muscle no. here. No. What is that? Watch. Say it again. Tan fat equals muscle? Uh-huh. <clears throat> I don't. Am Keep I missing on talking. Something? What does that mean? You're just motivating me to be get bulk, get bigger. <laughs> so tan fat equals muscle. What does that mean? It means me. get a tan and you look skinnier and you look thinner. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's kind of true. We were going on vacation with uh, Tim and Terry. We went to Key Largo, and it's what month? It's cold. There's no tan happening. So I spray tan myself. I have a mousse that I use, and I text Dale. I was like, feeling skinnier already. <laughs> Well, I'm going straight to the tan then, uh, and I'm also going to go get those shots that Tony Stewart gets. I need all the help I can get. Tony Tony Stewart Stewart gets a shot in his arm that helps him curb his appetite. That sounds healthy. Well, he's lost 15 pounds. No, no, no. not eating. But he also says, I've got headaches and I'm lacking. His body's craving some protein. Yeah. I'd never even heard that. I haven't either. I think that's – I don't want to make Tony mad, but I think that's – Bad choice. Well, some of us fat people, have, we're out of options, man. Shots sound all right. Well, I got this app I can show you. <laughs> no, I'm I not think doing the, the best way to lose weight, I've did, I did this too with when I was pregnant <laughs> with Isla, in my underwear. is counting macros because it's specific to your yeah. body. Yeah. And you eat a lot of protein. You're not, you feel really good because you're eating perfectly for your body and your activity level. So I think that's the best way to lose yeah. weight. Yeah. You know, me and Dale both did that lose it app for a long time. Yeah, so that's, I still do it. That's similar, yeah. but y'all just are calorie counting, so you that's do. not the same. But I, I know it's not the same, but now the lose it app uh, tracks I, macros and micros, and and. But you have to t- you have to set those. So yeah. Unless you really know what you're doing, you have. Yeah. To, I think you can Google the calculator now, but. I, I I think that the calorie counting. I get the argument against it because it's just it causes a yo-yo thing when you're not calorie counting, but it does encourage better eating habits sure. just by default yes that's the problem for me and apparently tony was like <laughs> dale asked him he goes well, what uh what like what seems to be the problem he goes i keep shoving things into my mouth that's what the problem is <laughs> so i was like i understand that his wife's in such good shape yeah she is hmm. she is all right well listen um did you Encourage any of your friends to send him motivational texts. I have a couple questions. I did not. No. I didn't know he was getting motivational texts. Yeah. You got messages they from said, people? Like, Jill texts me afterward, and she goes, "Thanks. that's pr- pretty cool, you being there for your lady. Oh, no, I didn't I didn't do that. Yeah. That's just Jill. That, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, he said you got more than that. Well, all the girls afterwards oh, were... I embellished. He you embellished know, that one. Just like we, well, just like the, we determined a couple weeks ago, I embellished. Yeah. Well, yeah, you do that. Yeah. But So the owner, Kate, was in there, and she did the class with us. The redhead, do you remember her, Ralph? Who? Kate, the tall one, the red hair. She owns those studios, mm-hmm. and she came up to him afterwards. She literally did the class just because he was going to ah. be in there. She wanted to see. She did the class. She was in there doing it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. She wanted to see what? How he did. She wanted to see what the science I'm experiment. Glad I didn't know that. I texted her and I was like, I "Kate, I, I need you to make a space for Dale. Dude, I don't know." People showed up just to see you. I'm do glad that. I knew. Yeah. yeah. If I'd have known I was being graded, I would have really, I would have hurt worse. She was right excited now. that you wanted to come in there. I'd it's be cool. Worse. Yeah, hey, I'm glad. I'm, I'm. That that motivates me to try to come back. Oh, you're going back. Okay, I'm just gonna sign you up. I'm not gonna even ask. 
Yeah, don't be late. Honey, we're going to Charlotte. They'll lock you out and you won't get Bring your money back. Bring your sticky socks. What is that? You have oh, I, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Kind of like at the jump park? Yes, just like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. They should do before and after pictures of first timers. Before picture, how they come in, and then after, how like tired Amy they has look. Before and after picture, <laughs> yeah, no. she has I think during I, and after. Hang them on the wall. So yeah, you're not supposed to have your phone in there, and he, of course, he brings his phone in. I didn't know. I ain't leaving my phone somewhere. We They're locking you there's out. There's lockers. I didn't know. Nobody showed me a locker. I swear to God, I your said, shoes like, went in the damn locker. They did. Yeah. I didn't put them in there. You must have done that for me. I don't you must have put them in there for me, honey. Okay. I mean, I saw the lockers, but I didn't apply myself to one. I didn't attach to they one. Don't, the rules I, don't apply to listen, jail. You can't have your phone. They lock you in. What's next? A video that says, I'm doing okay. They're treating me well. Bleak. And then they send it out to the masses. Bleak twice if you need yeah. help. <laughs> you guys, such babies. I know. All right. All right. What, what else, Dale? I'm going to uh, send you a friend request on Lose It so I can track your progress. I'll decline it. There... Listen, Dale. There's nothing I, worse than somebody heckling you about losing weight. There's nothing worse than Dale heckling you about everything in life. <laughs> he, listen. Uh, what the hell? There's a reason why. The, listen, you want to know the truth? I'm your friend. I'll go to that cryo thing. I do it. I ain't doing it with Dale. <laughs> I'm your buddy. There ain't no way. Will you do it with me? Well, that would be weird. We don't we, have to go in the chamber together like he and I did. Well, Wait, I because there, <laughs> there are two. Tell her. Tell her what you did. I did say if you're if I go in, you're going in with me. And he goes, it's really tight space. And yeah, goes, y'all would be shoulder goes, to shoulder. He goes, you might shake into me. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely would shake into each other. That was right. oh my gosh. Hey, I got <laughs> I got Steve Latart, TJ Majors, and Jake Backer as a friend. Be my friend. On on lose it. There's just not a chance. Man. Don't make eye contact. Yeah, are I'm you, not. Are, There's not a chance. Don't send are you me a friend using your work email. Uh, Probably. Yeah. Absolutely not oh, using my work email. <laughs> I don't know any of your personal emails. Such a private guy. It's Deacon Davis <laughs> at gmail.com. Deacon Davis. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, we'll leave those inside jokes. It's Marty Jones it's, at gmail.com. All right. <laughs> all right. Master climber. <laughs> Canyon master. <laughs> Canyon master. <laughs> <laughs> Snacks. Canyon master, yeah. 88. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. <laughs> Need snackies at yeah. gmail.com. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Save me. SOS. Save me, at gmail.com. <laughs> Dying. <laughs> Dying <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> All right. Uh, Thanks, Amy. You're welcome. We got a Steve Tart. Out there in the lobby. He's going to come in here, Mike. Awesome. We're going to bring Steve in. Yeah. We'll talk about Dirty Mode Dough, which is a podcast that we've been working on with Steve. Something I'm super excited about. I'm thrilled with how it's been received, uh, especially, um, you know, for, for, for anybody in this, uh, you know, for anybody in NASCAR who's a big fan and, and wants to kind of understand the, you know, the, what the field looks like for the upcoming race. It's just a great podcast. But also, if you do like to gamble and you want to know more about how to go about that or who, who maybe you should be putting your money on. I mean, it's, uh, I'd say it's the best show out there for that kind of information. Um, Steve is proficient in um, the language. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But also, we've been playing a lot of games here on this show on Thursday, which has been one of my, um, you know, the, one, of, one of the more enjoyable things we've been doing this year that's new for us. Um, 
But on today's show, we're going to bring Steve in here, and he's going to ask me some questions. Uh, yeah, we're going to find out if you know him okay. very well. You know, a few weeks ago, we, this is going to be we tested you to see if you knew your wife. You actually knew her a lot okay. better than I thought you did. Right. But now uh, I think that there's some questions that Steve has about himself that we'll see if you know about him. And we might play another round of Stump the Download with Steve. Oh, that'll be uh, fun. And so let's get started. Steve LaTarte on the Dell Jr. Download. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Let's say he's he, either got a, a tea time here in a little bit or he... I have both. Do you? Double booked. What's the appointment? Is it core exercises? Because that's what Skin Dale's check, man. Skin. No, I saw I saw Mr. Pilates over there. <laughs> I did that in a former life. You did? Yeah, I went with my wife for like three or four or five years. Damn. Yeah, it used to I actually be me. I thought you were going to say days. No, the truth. The <laughs> truth, actually, if you really want to know how how much of a throwback this is, myself and Jay Fry. Yeah, it was me, Jay Fry, and my wife. Dale told Steve us so. Addington's wife was the instructor, and I think she used to pride herself in getting to Jay and I to tap out, which didn't take a lot. No, so. Dale told us that Michael Waltrip uh, has been known to go to the all female class that he went to with his wife. Ah. Yes. It's never good when you get grouped in with Walter. <laughs> <laughs> never good. Yep. What's up, pal? You know I love having you. This is a this is a, just a, a fella host on the Dirty Mo Media platform right here. Dirty Mo Go. That's, right. That's right. That's what you're known I feel for like these days. Like a little days. kid here, I'm yeah. sunk down. But so, how do you enjoy doing the Dirty Mo Go? Oh, listen, I love it. Isn't it fun? It's, it, it's great because. Basically, me and Chopper talk about that every week anyway. Yeah. So now we just get to do it with some microphones. Yeah. Russell gets to come on there and act like he knows what he's talking about. And we love when the professor messes it up. Like this last week, he, we were cheering Bubba Wallace on because he was emphatic that he wasn't going to run good. So we couldn't wait to tell him he had no idea what he was talking about. He yeah. said, fade them all. Fade, fade all the 23 fade them all. It's been a rough couple of weeks for Denny Hamlin on the old. Uh, yeah, I mean, Chop picked on him one week, and then we picked on his race team last week. Mm. It's, a, it's a rough go. Yeah. No, but it's good. We've been had a lot of fun. It's um, the coolest part that I didn't expect is the interaction with all the fans on social media. So like they'll tell you, "Oh, I listened and I did this or did that." I think you're crazy. I think you're good. like. Yeah. It, it has really generated some conversation, which is uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, I think it's fun to um, even if you don't bet, and um, it's still an entertaining listen because basically you're handicapping the field for me and helping me. Even if I don't intend to place a bet. I can listen to your show. Maybe I'm doing fantasy, right? Right. I can listen to your show and basically understand what you think is going to happen in the race, who you think is going to run good. And I think I trust this information better because I know some people have money on it. Oh, yeah. As yeah. opposed to just some guy's <laughs> opinion, right? Right. On a, you know, right. Some guy on a radio show or whatever just saying, hey, yeah, I like that guy. You know, I think he's going to run great this weekend. I just got a gut feeling. No, these, you know, in this moment, you know, I know you've got to really have your homework done. Well, and it's a perfect mix, right? So you have Russell, the professor, has all the stats. Like, you can't beat his stats. But then he tries to play analyst. So we got to put him in his little corners. No one knows more facts than him, but stick with the facts. Then I get to play analyst um, and kind of give my opinion of what the facts mean. And then Chopper takes all of that and says, okay, well, after hearing all of that, this is good value or bad value. You mentioned fantasy. We get a lot of social stuff about fantasy. Daily fantasy is the one we'd like to try to captivate a little bit, but the challenge is that window is small because you got to get qualifying in first. 
Uh, so hopefully maybe in the second half of the year we'll do yeah. some more social hits on Daily Fantasy. It, listen, we've had some pretty good weeks. We've had a few bad ones. Yeah. Um, and we've had some pretty monster weed. The poor chopper is, um, <laughs> you could tell by the strut and the text message. I mean, we have new terms. You've been Rick Allen. That one has come up for <laughs> have sure. Have you heard this, Dale? No. Yeah. What does that mean? Tell them about Rick all Allen. Right, right. This so is it hilarious. Starts with, it starts with, um, you, you were on the broadcast with us, Kyle Larson, doubleheader at Pocono. <laughs> you know, now listen, I pick on it because it's Rick's job. He had no choice, but Larson's killing him. Comes off the tunnel turn, and Rick starts into his, you know, yes. his call. Right, You remember this now. Kyle Larson for the umpteenth time this year. Oh, left front flat. And he goes into the fence. So that day... <laughs> Chop had money on Larson. So he texts the one another group chain him in and goes, Larson got Rick Allen. And I'm like, what are you talking about Rick Allen? He goes, it's like early calling a putt. If he starts ca- calling you out, you're going to lose. Yeah. So this has grown and grown and grown. So now whether we're betting on basketball, whatever it is, I actually did it to him on basketball in March Madness. I'm like, oh, yeah, whoever it was, Georgia Southern. And Chop's like, you've Rick Allen'd me. Sure as I, <laughs> sure as I send the text. They start to stink. So Rick Allen is now a new term. If you've been Rick Allen, that means somebody has congratulated you or said you're doing fine. And as soon as you preemptively, say it, yeah. oh yeah, it's, it's like, like a jinx. Oh, it's, it's a jinx. It's, it's it the not ultimate like. jinx. It is not like it has been factually proven. If, right, if Rick is, Allen calls a win, or mm-hmm. uh, if anybody predicts a win before there's an actual finish, yep. they are going to go. South. I, I think it's going to move the call. You wait till the NBC coverage comes on. I bet Rick doesn't start making a winning call until we are off four. I bet he gets some. Dead straight to the line before he dares speak their name as the winner. So I mean, does Rick Allen know that y'all have <laughs> turned him into a verb? Oh, we we play golf and we like when Rick Allen Rick Allen's you. That's like a double whammy. And does he, what is <laughs> I play response? golf with him. He's like, oh, nice putt. Chop goes, you've been Rick Allen by the man. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's a whole thing. What an honor. Oh yeah, it's what an honor. Yeah, if you've been Rick Allen by Rick Allen, that's <laughs> a, and then Chop to, this week did a new one we hadn't seen yet. He Rick Allen himself. How did he do that? Um, because, so William Byron was in the wreck with the 21, and on the text thread, the Dirty Mo text thread, he said, boom, Byron, something about the hammer bet. And then I'm watching in person, and I'm like, mm, I don't think Chop knows Byron's still in the race. <laughs> and I'm watching it go around, and like 15 laps later, Talladega, we get the, what? How is Byron still out there? And Russell's like, I don't want to say anything, but you recount yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the comedy in the back is spectacular. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Well, man, it's been it's been a lot of fun, uh, you know, watching this show develop, and um, I think it there's so much potential for it, especially with the you know the the changes of the laws here in North Carolina. NASCAR being, oh, I can't wait. You know, NASCAR is North Carolina. That's where that's where 95 percent of the organization and and the sport resides, and so uh, that's got to be that's got to have a pretty massive impact on on uh, the betting industry and and around motorsport there really hasn't been much movement you know on on betting in nascar and and i think this is a the door swinging open yeah yeah i mean the key is i i think gambling responsibly can do what fantasy football did for the nfl which can bring a casual fan and find the entertainment I, i think that's the point we we don't try to encourage somebody to Wager money they don't have. This should be adding to the entertainment value of the sport. That's yeah. the whole point of it. Yeah. Um, that's why we talk about it. We do have some surprise guests. Mike doesn't even know. Uh, Drew Parker, 
our buddy Drew Parker sent what? a tweet out that said, man, I was so close to winning and this and that. And he's been texting me on the side trying to get Chopper's picks yeah. early because he's a big NASCAR wagerer. Uh, so he's agreed one cool. episode, not sure when. He's going to call into the pod and give us his NASCAR handicapping. Yeah. So we're starting to grow a little bit and um, prove that – you know, everyday people can have a lot of fun. It doesn't matter how much, you know, as long as you do it responsibly, it's a great time. Yeah. I love that. So. All right, man. Well, uh, oh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. No, hold on. We have, before you do this, I have another project. Got gotcha. you. I don't want to get up because I don't want to lose the mic. So I have something for you. What? I have something for you, man. Just sit there and smile for a right. minute. No All problem. right. This is good. We know you like surprises. This is not it. really a surprise, but it is kind of a surprise. What the hell? Man, just be. You don't have the mic for a minute. Hold on. <laughs> All right, so this is on behalf of NASCAR, the panel, and all of the fans, officially letting you know that you are going to join your grandfather, Ralph, your father, Dale, as one of the greatest 75 drivers in the first 75 years of NASCAR. I think what makes this very special is while you are already in the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame, the criteria for the Hall of Fame is your impact for the entire sport, which yours has gone well, it's on the racetrack, it's also off the racetrack, it's a team owner, it's the most popular driver, that's the Hall of Fame. This award, for me, specifically, is more special because this has nothing to do with all of this. This is purely what you did behind the wheel. 24 wins in Xfinity, two-time champion back-to-back, -back, 26 wins at the cup level with two Daytona 500s. So congratulations, you are officially one of the 75 greatest drivers in the first 75 years of NASCAR. Golly. What a surprise. Now, I think that card should be put on a chain around your neck so everybody else knows <laughs> as you walk around. Yeah, or the car. There's a car in there, too. Yeah. You could really flex with the car. Um, Dang. New diecast for the table, Mike. There you go. That's it. Listen, that's a hard-earned one, yeah. man. Well-deserved, and I think we all knew it, but I I'd like to make it official. Man, man congratulations. Thank you. What an honor. I am uh, – I'll tell you, man, when uh, they came out with the 50 – uh years ago i was uh I, you know dad was a foregone conclusion to be on that list but i was so so honored that they put ralph in that group um considering that he hadn't you know ran in the cup level and hadn't had that type of success at the cup level at all but um and i always wondered you know where i ranked you know and and it's good to feel that you mattered and uh, I bust my ass to try to make a difference and be an asset anywhere and everywhere I can. Um, uh, but to know that some of the stuff we did or, or what I did on the racetrack uh, meant something is helpful uh, for sure. Uh, you were a big part of that. Um, I don't think I'm on this list without you. <laughs> um, because, you know, we, we've uh, both kind of – you know, both of us benefited a lot from that that partnership, and uh, you got me back to Victory Lane, and your guys uh, believing in me. That was uh, such an incredible time for me. Um, so I owe a lot to you uh, for being able to celebrate this and enjoy this, and um, your your DNA's in. <laughs> well, well, in I this. appreciate that, and and I agree with you on the sentiment that I love the hall because it brings me closer to the history of the sport and everybody that touched the sport. But what sets this list for me even more special is sometimes we all get lost in the noise, mm -hmm. right? The media, the popularity, the, the whatever it may be, the t-shirt sales. But in the end, you were a race car driver. And I know that sounds silly to the listener, but it, it's simply, you know, you've never been wanted to be, while well, you appreciate it probably being the most popular and appreciate all the other things. 
I've known you long enough to know you really just want to be a race car driver first. Yeah. And I think what makes this list so special for everyone that's on it is this is purely measured on what they did as a race car driver. Mm -hmm. Not anything else, not the opportunities, not the other things. So uh, it's always to be good to be recognized at your uh, – at your skill set. Please join us on May 13th and 14th at Darlington Raceway as rec to recognize your outstanding achievements in stock car racing. I will be there. Congratulations. I got one more thing on your calendar. That's, That's right. the other good That's part right. about it. Yeah, he I can't wait. It. Throwback weekend. Throwback weekend and to be around all of the other drivers that have been able to get this honor. I've been watching on social media, celebrating all of these guys. Carl Edwards this week. Um, Kyle Larson. A lot of current drivers, but also a lot of guys that, uh, you know, have retired and good to see this recognition. Uh, I love that. I, I, I appreciate NASCAR for um, for doing things like this. And, and it's uh, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun day in Darlington. I told Rick, you better tighten up. We got two of the seventy-five standing with us, so we better <laughs> yeah, be right. we better be high and tight, not mess this up. Hey, so. Steve, if Chopper would have had his picks and his score sheet back in nineteen ninety-eight, what would the odds of Dale Jr. being one of seventy-five oh. of the greatest drivers <laughs> been? <laughs> would, would you have suggested to fade that bet, or would you have suggested to take it? Well, ninety-eight. It depends on what year. Now, listen, he came out of the box strong. Um, so, so I, I did a little research because you know I like my numbers. The Daytona 500s, I hold above probably anything else. Um, I just think that's where the Daytona 500 stands. But a stat jumped out at me, and I, I am guilty of not understanding this one. Okay. 26 wins in Cup, we know that. 631 starts, two Daytona 500s, we know most popular driver. But I want you to think about this one. 24 wins in Xfinity with back-to-back right. -back championships. Right. But he accomplished those 24 wins in 144 starts. Wow, yeah. That was what really jumped out to me, and, and I didn't go back and look, but I bet probably you've probably run at least 10 or 15 since you were a full-time Xfinity guy. So yeah. it's really like 20-ish or 21-ish in like 130 starts. So when you look at the percentage of wins, a hell of a that is in it. So to your, back to your point about Chopper, it would have been, a, it would have been a, not long odds. It would have been, it would have been a, almost an even-money bet with that sort of number right away. Um, to go on and, and do what yeah. we did, but well, damn! All right, I didn't, you know, I didn't know. I, I kind of had an idea that I might be on this list. <laughs> I didn't know when this moment was going to happen, and I wouldn't want it any other way. You so love thank, surprises, don't thank you? Like y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all uh, for us for doing this with me. Hey, listen, your wife surprises you with cryotherapy. Steve Latart surprises <laughs> oh, you I with this you. box. Tell you, he knows I hate the <laughs> cold. We weren't going to cryo. <laughs> I can tell you that. Maybe a beach somewhere. I'm. A, I'm the only thing missing is maybe two uh, or maybe about three tickets to Key West on in the bottom of this box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Steve, what's up? <laughs> Let's I go. I tried to convince him. I, yeah. That's where we should give it to him. I think we should go. We should go down to the tuna, and we should yeah. sit there, and after about eight or nine beers, this should be what we should You're record. You're damn right. That, yeah. that would have been hilarious. That would have been fine. Yeah. What's up, man? That makes perfect sense to me. Well, Captain Tony's. Congratulations, man. Thank y'all. Hell yeah. Yeah, on your stool at Captain Tony's. What could go wrong? <laughs> oh. All right, so we had so much success with the how much does Dale Jr. know about Amy, we decide with Steve here that we'll see how much Dale knows about his good buddy Steve Letarte. So, oh, Steve, you got the questions this. in front of you. All Fire right. away. Hold on a sec. So mm -hmm. there's seven questions. And this is for I Dale. I mean, because for, for the record, for you can't bring the Dirty Modo guy on here without first setting a line. So That's we're going right. to have to set a line here. Okay. Let's see. There's a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven questions. All right. And I'll these give, are all about you? I'll give... Um, all right, Mike, I think he's going to know three with confidence. I think he's going to get three right. 
Three out of seven, though. He yeah. did better in the Xfinity series. <laughs> well, I'm a complicated guy. Yeah, all right. All right. I, I, I don't know that he can get three out of these. Okay. I think we'll see here. All right, how well do you know Steve Letarte? This Here's the game. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Ask the first one. All right, what are the names of my children? <laughs> oh, my God. So we're going to give you a couple easy ones. Tyler. Yep. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, Daughter. I love this. I love this. I got two. <laughs> I love this. This is so good. I'm going to be so mad at myself. Oh, yeah. Wait till she texts you. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I can't believe it. I'm drawing a blank. Ashlyn. Oh, my God. And he knows it. I do. It was Ooh. his buddy. Oh, yeah. Right. So there's no chance he's getting I'm going to give the next one. If you can get one of the two, this is going to be a win. Okay. All right? What grade are they in? Oh, Ashlyn is Ashlyn is either a junior or senior in high school. Junior, correct. And Tyler's a freshman in college. Okay. Boom. That's a that's a that's a win win across the board. All right. He's, he's got definitely one. the next one he's definitely gonna get. There's a story that goes with it. Who's my favorite football team? The Patriots. For my fortieth birthday, uh one of the most prized possessions for my football team, Dale gave me a uh signed jersey and it's in my office. So he did know that nice. one. Nice. Um my first job in NASCAR. Sweeping floors at Hendrick Motorsports. That's true. Wow. There's no chance he gets his next one unless he connects it to something else. What month is my birthday? Oh. He knows. He's, right now know. he's thinking yeah. back because we went on a trip. When he we turned did. 40, when was it? Was it cold? Was it warm? When I turned 40? When I turned when 40. When you turn 40? He doesn't remember the trip. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of parts that are missing. I won't lie. <laughs> it's a little fuzzy. That's Actually, you know what? That's where he met the chopper for the first time. Oh! So here's what happened. We're drinking beer. Not to, not to, we're drinking beer in this little gazebo out in the water. Yeah. And we're in this all-inclusive thing. And they give you like five beers, which, as you can tell in our crowd, is not going to be enough. So Chopper goes, hold on, I'll be back. He disappeared. He just met Chopper. He doesn't know what to make of this. Burdette's there. There's a whole crowd. Here comes the Chop with one of the off-brand, high-end, like Yeti-like coolers floating it across the water out to the gazebo full of beer. Man. He went, we went from like five beers to like 100. Yeah, and he he didn't know Chop, but instantly this is Dale. Right? You know, he's usually pretty reserved. He's like, "Hey, man, you know, just, Dale, nice to meet." You. I'm like, "Yeah, he's got the cooler now. Everybody wants to be his buddy." Chop rolled in. It was a plus. Yeah, I mean that blo- that deserves. But he still a, has that deserves a statue. Yeah, I agree. I'd, I agree. I'd be I'd be I'd be taking a uh, I'd be throwing a dart here. Um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with. February, May coming up. May, Ooh, damn, May. we okay. were we were it's warm weather. Warm weather, yeah. we we're gone. All right, I so these think, I didn't think it was blistering hot. So now these right day. here roll right into your wheelhouse, and I want to know. Don't if you give can him hints already. He's going to know when he hears the question. I have one singular Xfinity Series win as a crew chief. Regan Smith Homestead. That yeah. is true. Junior Motorsports first I that. first drive yeah. for Junior Motorsports. You All made right. sure everybody knew that when it happened that. You won. Well, I was it, it was Regan Smith's first. Uh, it's my. It's my. It used sports. to be my only. Actually, the joke was when Dale drove. I think a year or two later. Uh, I'll tell you the the day. Actually, we went to Texas, and he drove an Xfinity car, and I helped call the race in fourteen, maybe. Um, I don't know if the year's right. And Chase Elliott got his win in a Junior Motorsports car. We had him smoked on the long run. We got a late caution and. Chase Elliott, I know you're going to find this hard to believe, but he's pretty good too. Mm. And uh, 
<laughs> new tires he had us smoked. Hmm. All right. Um, Last one. Fortunate enough to win at a few different tracks as a cup crew chief, but at one track I have uh, multiple. I have multiple wins at a couple tracks, but what's the track I've won the most races? Oh, um, I'm going to say the most races, um, Pocono. Pocono. Really? Three at Pocono. I was going to guess something different. No, you were going to guess what? Martinsville? Talladega. Talladega. So I will tell you, the one thing, I have very few regrets of Dale and I's time together, but the one thing that if I could go back, we never won a Talladega together. Yeah, Yeah, but y'all said Jeff Gordon. We won both in Osana. I got two at Talladega, uh, two at Martinsville with two different drivers, and three at Pocono. Somebody swept it. Guy across the table. Took them both in the same year. That helps the numbers. Do you still have your broom? That that uh, the hen- I I have it in my on my fireplace. I sweep out. My, I saw that did you picture see that? the other day. You're like, not everybody uses this broom. Well, I was just saying, I still have it. Uh, our our Pocono sweep hand broom. <laughs> it was. You know what I love is I don't think people know like that broom thing was like. I think we went and just took it off a fire truck. I'm not sure anybody had a real plan. We we're like, we swept. Yeah, go grab that broom. For, oh, for victory old lane, bristly broom. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Showed we up, made it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yep, this is it right here. Literally, the guy sweep. was sweeping the, the pit road out there. It's like, let me borrow that. Yeah, <laughs> we're taking it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Dale Jr. got... We're going to give him an X on the first one. Yes, Yeah, he got five of seven right. That's it. See, you had under. No, I did. I for sure did. I'm curious, though. Can you... Like, can you... Some of these would apply across the table. Like, could you... You can name his kids. For sure, yeah. Okay. Do you know what... Wait, he has to do it. Yeah, let's just have him do it. Let's see how many you get right. Uh, Of questions Island Nicole. Damn, he did get right. right. Uh, What grade are they in? So, well, Nicole's technically probably not in school yet, uh, and Isla is... Oh, instead of school, how old are they? Oof. Shucks. Man, yeah. Tough. <laughs> I don't even know if you Three know Three and now. five? Two and four. Two and four. Isla's okay. actually going to be five in seven days. Okay, you got that one wrong. I didn't know we were that close. Yeah, very close. All, All right. right. You know his favorite football team. Absolutely. I, what, I don't know what their name now. I'm going to get the wrong name. <laughs> the Washington Football Club, the command. Yeah. What are they now? For sale. That's what they are. Oh, for sale. <laughs> uh, his first job in NASCAR. Oh. So, I, like, his first job, I'm going to say, is probably at the dealership. But, like, the NASCAR job, paid job in NASCAR. I was driving a car. I mean, you're a driver, right? You never yeah. got paid until you were a All driver. Right. What, yeah. what was the car? And who owned it? And what was the number and the sponsor? No, I don't know any of that. <laughs> I don't know any of the first. Yeah. All right. So he, we're just going to say you got that one wrong. Birthday it, month. Oh, no. Oh, you know this. Yeah. <laughs> don't get it right. I mean, it's God, every, every year it's a national holiday around it's here. It's in the Shut fall. Up. But here, you know, here's the interesting thing. I don't know if this is endearing or an embarrassment, but the simple thing is, once you get to be buddies with somebody, it, like it's not a big deal to me. If I happen to remember, I'll send a text, and if I yeah. happen to not, I'm like, sorry, yeah. actually not sorry. Like, right. sorry, I missed your birthday. We're old. Like, yeah. these go by. Right, it's in your... the fall. Um, it's either September, October, or November. I'm gonna say <laughs> it's around the Charlotte Fall I'm race. Gonna is go, how I know. You it. know, there's so many months. Charlotte Fall race say... is always in October, so I'm gonna say October. Got it right. Okay. I'm gonna name three. I'm gonna name a third of the months. Maybe. See, and then the crew chief. Man, what was his first Xfinity Series win? I have no idea as a driver. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't know his first Xfinity Series win as a driver? No well, idea. That would be, uh, you missed it. Um, you want to, do you want to know it? Texas. Sure, yeah. Texas. 98. That was Cup. No. And, and Oh, really? And Xfinity. Oh, I didn't know that. Ooh, okay. So I knew you got your first Cup win there. Yeah. Uh, and then most tracks is in Cup that he's won at? 
Yeah, I don't even know that one. Well, it's got to be Talladega. It's got to be, right? Yeah, it's Talladega, right? I'll look it up. It's first certainly Talladega. It's Talladega. Well, yeah, because you're tied six with six wins. With, yeah, you're yeah. tied with Gordon with six. Yeah, I mean, that's literally. Although, uh, I don't know how many Daytonas. How many July races have you no, won? No, it's Talladega. Talladega. <laughs> Talladega. <laughs> yeah. How many cup wins we got? You have 26. Six of them are Talladega. That's okay, but I bet four, at least four are Daytona. Two Daytonas and one July race. Okay, so three. Yeah. <clears throat> you won Martinsville once. Mm hmm. So Phoenix, I've I've actually had to do Phoenix that. twice, maybe Richmond twice or three times. Bristol, Richmond and Phoenix, you won a good twice. bit, yeah. So that's an interesting thing. And this is once. awful to say Pocono because twice. they are so special, but it is very hard to sit down and and remember all your wins. Yeah, like I only have fifteen, and I'm like I'll, I always miss track. I'm like um, you just yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Well, I think what we're saying here uh, by looking at the statistics and uh, and all the analytics here. Dale Jr. knows you way better than you know Dale Jr., so just yeah. saying. I'll take that as a compliment. I'd say sure. – I don't know, man. I'd say Miss Nash's name is bad. two X's, so it's oh, pretty much oh, flat. I'm going to tell you, it's pretty that even. one's going to get some legs. I know. It's that pretty even. Knows. It's pretty even. That one's a video we're trouble. definitely it's putting no problem. up on. Don't worry. She's doing college tours. I'll just send you the tuition if she gets <laughs> in one of them real quick. Hey, Dale, my man. This is Ashlyn. <laughs> Are we going to do stuff to stump the swab? Uh, do you have time to yeah. play? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good now. Yeah, right. we'll do it. Let's do it. Week two, stump the download. So, Steve, we have three questions that fans sent in, and we try to get uh, try to see if they can stump Dale and Mike. So, with you here today, I feel like they're at a very uh, advantage we're, here. We're going to be out of this. This is going to oh, be just hard. Steve. Oh, just boy. Steve. Oh boy. Great this idea. tells me they're going to be right. hard. They don't want to be any part of it. All In right. the hot seat. All right, first question, Steve, is six drivers have won an Xfinity Series championship and a Cup Series championship. Name all six. All six? Yes. Yeah, right. Start writing. Six drivers won Xfinity and Cup championships. I So I'm trying to remember the Xfinities. All right, I got Okay, hold on. I'll keep going. I might have my questionable list down here. This is the easy question, too. They get harder. Yeah, but there's six of them. Like, you know. All right, so I got Truex for sure. Yes. Yeah. I got Chase for sure. Yes. Did Brad win an Xfinity Series championship? No. I don't think he did. Oh, not for has... us. Not for us, he did. Oh, but he did. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so Brad. Yeah. Yep. Um, I would say Logano. Did he win an Xfinity Series no, championship? No, did not win an Xfinity Series championship. He did not. Nope. All right, so I got a solid three. All happened to win for Junior Motorsports. I'm kind of going, or at least drove here. Yeah. Um, all right. Are the other ones all? You have the list. Are they all still I, like new? Do new drivers, all, or do I have to go way uh, back? Two are active. One is not active, but he is in the Hall of Fame. Man, we got to get the two active. One of them also drove for Junior Motorsports. Yeah, I know who that is. Want some help? Hold on. Drove here, huh? That's not one. one. I already got Brad. I got Truex. That's awful that I don't know. It's hard, actually. So for active drivers, I would say Kevin Harvick. Yes, correct. That was an easy low-hanging He drove for here. That's the one that drove for here. Okay. Mm -hmm. I should have got that one. He was a pretty easy one, actually. Um, who else is an active driver who's a champion? It's uh, Kyle Busch. Yes, correct. Yeah, one more, and this is the inactive one. He's, He's an inactive driver. Uh, he still races, but not NASCAR. Yeah. Well, Stewart never won an Xfinity Series championship, right? Nope. On him. Huh, you it's know a it, tough huh? One, yeah. Still races. Still drives a car in competition. Do you want the year? Sure. 
He won Xfinity in 91, Cup in 2000. Oh, yeah, Bobby Labonte? Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah, once I got the... That's an impressive list. Yeah. That's a good question, actually. Yeah. Now that you get all the answers, you're like, man, you should have known that. Uh, second question. There are four Craftsman Truck Series regulars that have won this year. Can you name all four of them? <laughs> you, can, you, you know, this is awful to say. Fade, fade this. But you could have easily just stopped at Craftsman Truck. <laughs> I can't tell you. I can't give you two Craftsman Truck regulars' names. Come on. Forget winning. We, we actually had I this. I know. Um, you, you can do this, actually. We thought the same thing about ourselves, and then when we actually applied ourselves, okay. we could come right, up with let me think about it. Has 10. Matt Crafton won this year? No. Has... <laughs> He can't name two. He just names one. <laughs> I don't know any. I don't know any. Carson Hosevar? Yes, he is one at Texas. All right, there you go. Carson. Three more. Uh-huh. <laughs> Think about the boy who's trying. Who's almost into the Cup Series. Yeah. Through f- Zane Smith? Yes. Yes, he's won twice, Daytona and Coda. So Zane. So you got two more. So this one, I'd say, hey, Russell. <laughs> yeah. Give me some facts here. Yeah. No, I, I got nothing. I got Hosevar and Zane Smith for sure. How about another Smith? There's like 47 Smiths out there no. racing. <laughs> no, no more. I gotta get lucky with another Smith. No, I got nothing then. Dale, Mike, you got any guesses? Um, I do. Hold Heim? on. Give me a second. Corey Heim. Corey yep. Heim? Correct. Yep. Dang. Martinsville. So just one more. Let's see. Who is it? Christian Eckes. Oh, one oh, at Atlanta. Eckes. Yeah, I won't give you I, that. that is a. I remember that in nineteen. Okay, last this, question. This final question. Good luck. Okay, oh, <laughs> I love it. I'm ready now. Now I'm focused. The 2002 Aaron's 312 at Talladega, otherwise known as the Bush Series race with that 28 car pileup earlier yeah. in the race, had only three cars running on the lead lap at the finish. Can you name two of the drivers? I can. Can you give me the year? Uh, 2002. 2002. I, this was my first race ever in the sport at Talladega. Was it really? I remember this. Um, in three, the 312 Talladega 2002, running at the finish. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna write. Um, I'll repeat the question. The 2002 Aaron's 312 at Talladega, that Bush race with 28 car pileup, had only three cars running on the lead lap at the finish. Mm. Can you name two of the drivers? I can. I got three of them. Got all three. Don't 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 reveal it yet. I'm writing some down here too because I remember. I mean, but this was the race where James Finch decided he was going to put his backup car in the race without a pit crew. Joe Rutman was driving it, and this big ordeal all weekend, only to have them all crash within 15 laps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Congratulations! Before they ever made it a pit hey, congratulations! Stop. You've wrecked two two cars <laughs> just like that, and it was the biggest freaking wreck I've seen. I mean. Huge pileup. Mm-hmm. All right, um, 2002. I, I don't. I mean, I don't remember the week. <laughs> I, I want to say Waltrip because I thought he won one of those down there that day. Nope. But I don't remember what year it was. There's zero chance I'm gonna get this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna concede to the Xfinity Series owner over there that he should know more. Yeah, about the Xfinity don't Series don't reveal it yet, Dale. Do you want to stab at this? Yeah, I think. Um, Jason Keller and Compton, Stacy Compton were first and second. Mm-hmm. And then third place, I can't. I'm wait drawing. a second. Wait, wait. So name two, and he's giving you names and positions. Yeah. That's like a. The third place finisher impressive. is a spotter for Kevin Harvick. I'm drawing a blank on the oh name. Oh, my God. Fedewa. Fedewa, correct. Whoa. Yes. Can you get Holy the car crap. numbers now? He probably Holy can. smokes. Keller was 57. Mm-hmm. Compton was 59. Mm-hmm. And Fedewa was 
uh, in somebody's some random car that what it was supposed to start and park. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It's like I don't know, sixty three or some. Bull- <laughs> no, was it? zero seven. Zero seven. Yeah. Okay. yeah, he was supposed Same to thing. start and park. They all wrecked, yeah. so he went ahead so he and just out. finished. Yeah, he he couldn't even draft. He couldn't even keep up with the other two in the draft. His car was so slow, but he just rode around and ran, finished half a lap behind him in third. Isn't that disgusting that he knew all that? So <laughs> I think I think this is a, a documentary we have to do because you know the, the great buzzword is this is the worst race. Go back to drive worst car I've ever driven. So then you have fans worst race I've ever seen. We should really put a highlight reel together of the worst races. Like, that would be the worst ta- Xfinity Tal- – how can it not be the worst Xfinity Talleyrand race in recent years that there's three – not by no one's fault, right, but there's three cars in the lap. That would be a good – like, you think you know the worst race from this racetrack. Yeah. Did you know, you know, so-and-so won by five laps or this right. – like, that would be an interesting one because we all for- – like, I, that was 2 yeah. I was in the garage here, and heck, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Now what I'm a- interested to see the wreck. How do you know that? Like, you had nothing no, to do listen. with that race. I wasn't even in it. Yeah, I was just watching him. You know why? I'll tell you why. Because he, like all the other cup drivers, were sitting there with nothing to do in their motorhome watching. No, yeah. that's not why. It's probably because he watched the replay of that race a week ago or something. No, no. <laughs> I don't – I – um, That's A+. plus. Yeah. I that mean, is that, amazing. That, I'm going to tell you. I, that's, that's the shit I remember. Like, I can't remember, <laughs> I can't remember your daughter's name. <laughs> so, right. listen. <laughs> can't takes, I, I can't remember what, her name because of that stuff's in my brain. <laughs> so, listen. This is when my wife gets so mad because – so my, both of my kids are born in November, five days apart. And I'm going to tell you, like, you pull up to the pharmacy, you be driving, picking up a prescription. Yeah, it's for Ashlyn. Yeah, birth date. You start to sweat a little bit. Oh, boy. Trisha's sitting in the right seat, and you're like, man, I know I know it, but now under the gun, if I get this wrong, oh, or if man. I use Ty's date or Ty's year. You know it until you're asked. That's right. That's totally yep. true. That's I get the way it. I am. He I didn't know Ashlyn's name I at all. It. No, listen, I get it. No. You want to know the truth? The truth is when you say, you know Dale's? I was like, yeah, because I was like, Isla. <laughs> right. And I, luckily, we delayed a little bit. Then I was like, I had a Nicole. Oh, yeah, I got yeah. that one, too. Like, it was questionable. My brain, it's, man, there's a lot of unimportant yeah. stuff that takes up space. Some, some smart thing that you knew about Castor and Camber just left. I know. Uh, when that Nicole popped in there, <laughs> yeah. you kicked out some, you kicked yeah. out some racing you, bullshit. Yeah. You probably want to yeah. hang on to. Yeah. You, you became you smarter know. in Dale's life. You became dumber in racing. Right. If you want to know, like, the left front spring we ran, we won Daytona yeah. in 14. I had it until you asked me that question. <laughs> now it's gone. Thanks. And now you know the top three finishers of the 2002 Xfinity race. You wait till I see Fido. I'm going to go see Fido in Nashville. Be like, hey, man, I don't think I ever said that, but that was a great top three <laughs> yeah. back in 2002 with Talladega. In the 07. In 07, that starting part. That was some good driving. And if you want to know that spring, I got that printed out on a file in, in, in my basement. <laughs> All of our setups from 14. Uh, oh, you people are sick. Got I that on it. a thumb drive. Yeah, I, like I was it. just looking at it. Mm. All right, Steve. Hey, Pre- we're going to turn you loose, bud. I love it. Appreciate Thanks for you coming. Me. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming in. Hey, tune in Thursday. Dirty Modo. That's right. With Steve Latart. All right, well, there's been a lot of things going on in grassroots racing across the country. A lot of racing happening at the short tracks. The Cars Tour at Hickory over the past weekend. Amazing finishes there. Some great news being announced uh, about the Cars Tour. Did you hear about that, Mike? Tell me. So Hannah may touch on this a little bit, but Kenny Wallace is going to race in the Cars Tour. Tri-County Motor Speedway, May 27th. It is Memorial Day week weekend. And Kenny's going to be in town for the races at Charlie's, working with Marcus at the racetrack, bringing back the trackside live show. And 
He says, I'm in town, man. You want me to race? I'll race. He's coming over to Tri-County. It's about an hour and 20 minutes from Charlotte Motor Speedway. He's going to race on Saturday night around 7 p.m. for $30,000 against the Cars Tours Best Late Model Stock Drivers. Mm. And so I'm excited about that. If you're in the area, come check us out May 27th. If you're here, you're going to be, you know, the, the Xfinity race starts at 1 o'clock. So if you're out at Charlotte Motor Speedway watching the Xfinity race, starts at 1 o'clock. When that's over, get in your cars, head on up to Tri-County. How come far away is that? Hour and 20 minutes. Nice. You All can, right. It's doable. Yeah. So have some fun watching Kenny race, watching some good short track racing. You'll get back over to the racetrack for Sunday's event, uh, the World 600. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Short Track Insider with Hannah Newhouse. Welcome back to Short Track Insider and. Man, it was a busy week of racing all through the week last week, including midweek races, well, almost every single day. But to recap a few that we had discussed on last week's Short Track Insider, first and foremost, the World of Outlaw NOS Energy Sprint Cars were supposed to be at Knoxville, as well as opening up Knoxville's regular season, but unfortunately, they were canceled due to frigid temperatures. But don't you worry, the World of Outlaw late models packed the Talladega short track all weekend long. And Brandon Overton was able to take home a $50,000 paycheck in the Alabama Gang 100. The Bowman Gray Stadium also opened up their 2023 season, all of which is available on Flow Racing each weekend. And of course, we can't forget the Cars Tour was also at Hickory this weekend with a absolutely stout entry list in both the pro late models and the late model stocks. And breaking that down with the late model stock race, Carson Quapple was victorious once again, but it wasn't without consistent pressure and maybe a little nudge from Connor Hall coming to the checkered flag. Uh, Carson, of course, the favorite right now early on in the late model stock series point standings. But in the pro late model, Mike Hopkins doubles down and wins yet another pro late model race. But he had to fend off hard-charging Brent Cruz, Connor Zillish, and Isabella Robusto on a green-white checkered. The next race for the Cars Tour is at Ace Speedway on Friday, May 5th. But some more Cars news and some exciting ones at that. The pavement-turned-dirt racer Kenny Wallace is returning to pavement. He's teaming up with Marcus Richmond to run a late-model stock car at the Tri-County Speedway Cars Tour race. That race the weekend of May 27th. He said that him and Dale had just been talking about getting back in pavement racing. Even got maybe a little bit of a jab from Kevin Harvick asking him if he still knew how to race pavement. Well, we're all going to find out together, Kenny. So excited to see him hit the racetrack. A, a true short track enthusiast. So welcome back to your pavement roots, Kenny, for a weekend. We're excited to all watch. All right, changing focus to this upcoming weekend. Lots of racing happening. The World of Outlaw and NOS Energy Sprint Cars are at Tri-City right outside of St. Louis on Friday. And then Tri-State, also known as Hobstot, on Saturday. You can watch those races on Dirt Vision. Also, head over to Flow Racing to watch the Lucas Oil late models at Georgetown on Friday, Hagerstown on Saturday, and then Port Royal on Sunday. Weather a little tentative for some of those races, but of course, all their social media channels really good at keeping teams and fans updated. And lastly, on the dirt racing docket, the USAC Sprint Cars are at Rocket Raceway on Thursday, Devil's Bowl on Friday, and Saturday on Flow Racing. They had some earlier midweek races as well. But of course, this goes out on Thursday, so those races will have already have taken place. 
plenty of pavement racing too. And I'm going to kick this one off with probably one of the most anticipated modified weekends in the Northeast. The Spring Sizzler is at Stafford Motor Speedway this weekend, and it's an exciting one to say the least. We caught up with one of the voices of Stafford Motor Speedway, Kyle Rickey, to preview this weekend's race. It's known as the greatest race in the history of spring, and for good reason. Nearly 50 of the best asphalt-modified drivers will converge at the Stafford Motor Speedway this weekend, hoping to add their name to the Spring Sizzler history books. Wheel and Modified Tour champion John McKennedy, four-time Sizzler winner Doug Coby, four-time track champion Keith Rocco, and last year's winner Matt Hirschman are among those seeking this year's checkered flag. The 51st edition of the Napa Spring Sizzler is set for this Sunday from the Connecticut Half Mile. If you're not able to make it, you can watch the Spring Sizzler as well as every Stafford weekly race on Flow Racing. They've got a great top-notch production team. Uh, I, I most definitely would check it out if you have not seen Stafford in person or on Flow. It's a top-notch facility and puts on great racing each and every weekend. Also, ARCA East heads to Dover with NASCAR and will run the Friday afternoon on Flow Racing. And lastly, the CRA All-Stars head to Anderson Speedway. All CRA races can be watched on Racing America. Hard to believe the month of May is upon us, which means summer racing schedules are about to get crazy. But don't you worry, we will have you covered each and every week here on Short Track Insider. All right, it's always great to hear all the things that are happening across the country in short track racing. Thank you, Hannah. Great job there. Hey, we talked about Kenny Wallace at Tri-County for the Cars Tour on May 27th. We also have around half a dozen cup guys expected to enter the North Wilkesboro race yeah. for the Cars Tour coming up soon during All-Star Week. Um, and there's going to be some big names as well in our Pro Late Model event on, on that Wednesday before the All-Star race at North Wilkesboro. Great show, Mike. I appreciate uh, bringing – um Latard in here. Thank you for uh giving me my uh diecast and acknowledgement of congratulations for being part of the 75 greatest NASCAR drivers. Man, what an honor that is. Yeah. Um I can't I can't thank you enough. Can't wait to uh call up my wife and and, and tell her all about this. And I can't wait for people to see this Thursday. Yeah. I can't believe that y'all got the broke this. I th I thought that, you know, I didn't know how this was going to go down. When it was going to go down. Uh, but, man, you guys, I don't know how y'all got to do it. Dude, listen, um, you know, we love to surprise you because you love surprises. Yeah. So, like, uh, listen, your whole team was involved in that. Well, that was uh, cool. Morgan, Tony, everybody. Oh, so, okay. So, okay. So, that so, makes more sense. Yeah, listen, give credit where credit is due. All so, right. yeah, uh, congratulations on that. And, uh, yeah. We'll All see. right. The best damn Thursday show is in the books, and we'll see you guys next week. Check out, check, check, check out, check out, check out. Dirty Mode Media. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. <laughs>